from the yeehaws to the yahoos and everything in between this podcast is for you we're finally back guys yay did you think we got lost (laughs) we kind of (laughs) did life life's life's been life's been busy for the last month or so yeah so it's been a little while but we are back with New year and new goals. Yeah, that's right. We figured what better time to talk about the direction that we want to go with a podcast than the beginning of the year and just some personal goals and and some advice too that we have for our fellow barrel racers going into the new year creating your own goals. Yep, and we have a couple um exciting Things happening that we'll share at the end of the podcast, so if you don't get bored of us between now and the end, then (laughs) you can figure out what that is. So let's get right into it. Um, The first thing is be positive. That's our advice for this year. Yeah, um, we're huge believers in um, what you speak is a lot of times what happens. And I think if you speak negatively about things, um, they're more likely to happen. I know that sounds crazy, but I feel like we are living proof of that. (laughs) Yes, for sure. And (laughs) negatively and positively. Um, I, it is amazing to me, just your mindset and what you vision and what you say and how that changes. And I've, kind of had my own little personal journey with that and Ashley has too but you know we noticed that not at the very beginning of last year but like at some point we both started thinking about like how we were always like oh you know what can happen and what can go wrong with us does and we were always speaking of that we were like yeah but I bet this will happen or watch this happen or you know we might not even make that or do, do we even have one horse to we always joked that like we had between, eight horses. <laughs> between all of our horses, we might have three that could actually run. And so we decided at some point last year that we were going to start speaking positively and speaking things into existence kind of. And one specific instance um, that I wish that I would have recorded so people could even believe me. But like for an example, at the state show last year, I remember um, – making my run and after I made my run my husband was on the tractor and Ashley was busy she had multiple horses she was running and I went in the trailer and I got my hair down and I started curling it and like just started envisioning that I needed that I was gonna have to take a picture with my horse and Mm -hmm. um you know that I was going to win the saddle that I wanted to and place where I wanted to and that's just and then it happened and that's just an example and it's like really eye-opening when that happens to you, and so we're big believers now, um, and I Not think just because of that, I mean that was no, just but like one last example. year, yeah, like last year was the first year that um, I didn't have to end my season early. Yep, you know, um, I think that we all checked off different things last year of just having a better mindset. So definitely recommend that. And um, another thing is surrounding yourself with positive people yeah it really 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 matters it it matters I think more than um, people realize 
and and surround yourself with people who are better than you and who know more things than you and you know sometimes you outgrow groups that you're in and and that's there's nothing wrong with that I mean you know we should all be striving to grow and um you know make more friends and and or, or just grow with the friends that you have you know but um staying the same you know I I always say you might as well do it because in six months you can either be like that much further ahead or you can be exactly where you are now so you know yep and there's so many sayings I mean iron sharpens iron and you're like the five most people that you were around and so just really keep that in mind and pay pay attention when you're doing well pay attention to are those same people congratulating you and helping you point out the positive things that were there when you weren't doing well or are they pointing out negative things are they not so happy about your moment because you're finally doing well because there are also people that were there when you were doing bad but when you start doing better than them it can be the opposite it can be the opposite so just pay attention and make sure that the people that you keep in your circle are worth being there and are going to benefit you um and also like you know uh you should have a mentor you should have someone that is better than you um because you're always trying to better yourself and if you're not if you at least don't have one person around you that's better than you you know you really don't have anyone to look up to or learn from and that's super important um I think that it is always a good thing to in our industry be the the most uneducated person in your circle or the slowest person in your circle because Mm -hmm. that means that you have the right people around you to achieve your goals yep and to get better and it it really does make a difference and you know if you are we we see so I, I mean we're we're very lucky because we do we have like a fantastic circle that and I think we've we have shown each other um in our our friend group that you know we're going to be there through the good and the bad and it's not just you know we're always cheering for each other I mean you know when my friends beat me like I'm the first person to fist pump and say, you know, hell yeah, that was awesome. You know, and I think we all do that for each other. And and if you don't have that or if you constantly have somebody who's negative and they're telling you, you know, well, I don't know why you're going. That's just a waste of money or, you know, um, you can literally turn so many things into a positive and you can find so many positives Um, even if you don't have a great weekend. Like if you choose to, you can see positives in that. And I mean, honestly, for me, you know, just going, even if I don't do well, I can honestly say that when I come home, I still had fun because of the people that I'm with. And I see so many people on Facebook complaining about, well, that's why I'm not barrel racing is because everybody is just out to get everybody. And I just think that's such a bad attitude to have towards it. You know, go find another friend group, go, you know, you don't, there are people out there. And I think honestly, that also starts within yourself. Yes. Like, if you have that miserable mindset, you're going to attract miserable people. Yes. And I can't tell you how many friends I've been through that are no longer in my circle because they had that certain mindset or because they treated me in that certain way. Like, we're not saying that the next person down the road is going to be your circle or be the right fit for you. Like, don't be afraid for your circle to be very small. Or you might go through, you know, several people that just aren't... And that's not to say don't be friends with them, but it's just that's not who you choose to spend the majority of your time with. 
Right. You and, know, if those people aren't cheering you on and they're not, you know, if it's something that sucks and they're not like, then they're not just like, well, I mean, yeah, but this is what, you know, this is what we need to do to get better. And, you know, just, just positive things and, and pushing you to, to do things and not complaining about everything. And, you know, like I said, just find, find a different group of people. And I think one way to do that is to just be helpful. You know, you can't shove yourself in somebody's group, but I think, you know, if, if, there's people that you want to hang out with, you know, just try to be helpful. Go up to them and ask them if, you know, there's anything they need or, um, and don't expect anything in return. I think that's a huge, you know, that's a huge thing. Like in this industry, you have to do stuff for nothing just because you want to do it or because, you know, in return, you know, you're getting knowledge or you're getting like, you're not going to get paid for everything. Like that's just, you know, that's not, you have to kind of, earn your keep or, you know, whatever, I mean, um, to, to get into, and I, I'm not saying that it, relationships aren't always give and take, I'm not saying that, but, you know, you do have to have, like, kind of worth in a relationship, you know, you can't yeah, just for be sure. taking, you taking, have to contribute taking, yes. to, with, to some degree with something, and people are gonna gravitate towards you, if you're nice and helpful, they're yes. gonna gravitate towards you, yes. you're going to be able to find someone that is um, lined up with you and your goals if you are sure about your goals and you are kind and helpful. Yeah, and just ask. There are so many people that, you know, even, like, at our level, like, the people that are winning, if you ask them and you're sincere about it, like... Don't be an asshole. Yeah, don't be an asshole. That annoys me a lot. (laughs) Like, That's a good way to probably um, definitely not earn your way into that group of people or... So, don't ask. so the and the, so the way to not do that is don't don't ask somebody's opinion if you're not willing to follow their advice. So if you go ask somebody who you're you know you're already beating or you know you're already running faster than they are or you know you're you're taking better care of your horse than what they are, don't ask their opinion. Why would you ask somebody's opinion? you know, who knows less than you. And that's not to say that that person, you know, this is, this is a positive podcast. I'm not saying there's, I mean, there's lots of things I don't know. There's lots of things that I can learn. Well, you know? just for example, like I'm, I have a couple horses that we're wanting to fraternity. I'm not going to go and ask someone that's never fraternity to horse right. advice. Yeah, about it doesn't that. make sense. Yeah. Pick the person and know, um, who has experience in that type of stuff, depending on what it is. The same thing with you wouldn't ask your farrier vet advice and you wouldn't ask your vet about feet, you know? I mean, it's the same type of thing. Find people that you would actually take advice from and then you don't have to be an asshole. Right, and then try it. And it may not work because, you know, what works for one may not work for the other, but there's a pretty good chance that if it's somebody that you really look up to and somebody that's doing really well, that it's probably going to be good advice. And even if it doesn't work in that scenario, it may work in another scenario. But, um, you know, don't ask Facebook because Facebook land is not the answer. You know, if you want to specifically Facebook message, you know, a couple people that you really look up to, like, that's great. You know, do that. But don't just put a public open forum out because you're going to have so many crazy answers and you're not even going to listen to most of them so just go to the source go to the person that you want to ask and i bet you eight times out of ten they're they're gonna help you like and I if think they don't surprised. you probably shouldn't be taking advice from them anyways right um and specifically what we mean by that is when you ask a question and immediately 
you're like, oh, well, this is why I don't do that. Um, instead, we're not talking about, you know, we, you ask someone a question, they give you advice, you try and you don't like it. Yeah, that's That's different. different. It's when you immediately are like, nope, I'm not doing this and this is why you're wrong. Don't ask that person if you're not willing to take and their advice. And typically, I feel like when people do that, it's because they didn't give them the answer that they wanted to hear. Yes. So you're They an didn't asshole. actually want your opinion. They wanted you to tell them what they you wanted. You wanted them to reassure because they already have something in their head. So if that's the case, then just do whatever. Just try it. Just try whatever you think you're going to try. And then if that doesn't work, then, you know, you need to go to somebody whose advice you, you know, actually would take and you know look up to well and because a lot of a lot of times the reason people get such opinions or um you know for example if I went to ask Ashley for advice on a bit or something like that the, the way that she generally got her opinion is by trying stuff yeah um so try it and if you're not willing to take people's advice and there's nothing wrong with that um I think the the reason why you could ask for advice and why it's helpful is because it's a shortcut. It but is. that's again why you want to choose somebody that you would actually listen to their advice. Yeah. Yeah, don't ask somebody there don't ask somebody feeding advice on a horse that um you know, if if their horse doesn't look very good, why would you why would you take advice from, you know, somebody whose horse is a little bit thin or or, you know, looks wormy or whatever, you know, go to the person whose horse is fat and shiny and slick and runs well and, you know, those kind of things. If you're having an alley issue, go to somebody who's, you know, who ha- either has had a horse that had alley issues and has fixed them, um, you know, or somebody who has a really calm horse. Like, you know, just really think about and be intentional. I think that is that is the long <laughs> way around good, of saying it. It's just be intentional about the person that you're asking and the questions that you're asking because it's kind of like that you cry wolf so many times so you ask the same couple people and then you don't take their advice three or four times and then you know they don't want to help you anymore you know yep it just it gets it gets really old so you know just be intentional and and just really think about what you're saying and what you're doing and just you know like I said Get you, get you a good group of friends and the and you know not everybody I think has the same goals either. If you're somebody who wants to go every weekend and you have big goals and you want to um, go to you know you want a fraternity cult or you want to go to the BFA or you want to go to some of the buckle you know races that's fine but it's going to be really hard for you to show with somebody who just wants to go to the local jackpots, you know, a couple weeks. It doesn't mean you can't be friends. We're not saying don't be friends with people, but it's just going to make it really hard for you to get your goals if, you know, those are the people that you're around every single weekend. So I think just, you know, evaluate your, evaluate your circle. And if they're not contributing positively to, you know, your goals and what you want to do, then, you know, I'm not saying you have to cut ties, but maybe just, you know, think about, Stepping away and um, finding, you know, somebody somebody who has goals that are more in line with what, you know, you want to do. If you always have someone that's indifferent from those goals or trying to tear them down, you will never achieve them. And so that's a big reason of all of this. Um, our next thing is with this year, a goal of also be kind. Be kind to your fellow contestants, to your show producers, to the grounds crew any volunteer and just anyone in the general 
in the industry in general. Um, I think that, you know, our industry in general has gotten away from this and a lot of people are entitled and want to put their opinions out there and go on rants and say everything wrong about our industry, but that's not how we grow. Let's think about the positive things and be kind, especially to the people that are trying to grow our industry. Because at the end of the day, if we're not, we are going to eliminate barrel races. We are going to shrink our industry. And I think that's the last thing that any of us want to do at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, guys, we live in West Virginia. Like, we live in one of the most horse-poor states, I would say. I mean, there's there's not a lot of, you know, opportunity here. We only have so many pins. We have, you know, we don't have good weather in the winter. Like, it's very, very hard like today, there's no way I could even get my horse trailer out of my driveway, let alone try to go to a horse show. And, um, you know, so I think picking apart the facilities that we do have and talking bad about the people that are putting the shows on and talking bad about, you know, the people who are driving the tractor. And I have seen so much of that this week. And um, it's just really frustrating whenever you know that the people that are putting those on, they're taking, they don't get paid for that. They are taking time out of their day. They're taking sometimes money out of their pockets because I'm not sure if you guys realize, but there's a lot of times when the tractor drivers, they take off work so that they can come and prep the ground um, for these shows. And they don't get a dime for that stuff. Unpaid days from work. They don't even have a lot of times, I know these guys personally, and they don't even have the vacation days or they're not using them for that. So they're taking unpaid days and... Um, they have pretty good jobs that they make good money at. So, I mean, you're talking a four to $600 hit for some of these weekend shows that they're taking off to help you guys. So not only are they not making money, but they're losing money to better our industry. And we'll get into that a little bit more um, later in the podcast. Um, but yeah, just keep that in mind. And another thing to keep in mind um is not every show or schedule is going to perfectly align with your goals. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, For example, if you want to be, quote unquote, what we call a point chaser, um, where you hit every single point show, you miss as little as you can um, because you want those nice awards at the end of the year, the end of the series, or whatever it may be, there's nothing wrong with that. But know that at times you are going to have to be uncomfortable and go to arenas that your horse might not work perfect at or that you might not love it the best or for one reason or another you don't like to haul to. Um, If that is your goal, just know that like these producers, these directors cannot make every single member and contestant happy. That is impossible. When you were talking about 100 to 200 riders in West Virginia, I don't care who you are, there's not a single person on this earth that can make all of those people content. And so just keep that in mind. If that's if that's your goal, there are going to be some shows that you don't necessarily love, but that you might have to go to, or Stay home. you do what Ashley and I do, and you readjust your goals. Um, those awards and points are not our, our priority at the end of the year. We choose to have fun during the year, go to places that we want to show, that we're comfortable with, that we enjoy paying fees at, um, and that we can be respectful and not have to complain. Um, 
And so that's okay too. So either way you choose it, there's nothing wrong with it, but just align your goals with what's reasonable. And that may be making you or yourself uncomfortable so you can get those year-end awards or you might have to forfeit those so you can go to every show you want to and that you enjoy and that your horse does good at. Neither of those are fine, but just know that. You guys can't expect directors and um, show producers to make all of us happy because what works for me might not work for you. And what works for your horse may not work for my horse. I mean, my horse, I have I have one horse that I feel like can stand up and do really well in about any pen. I mean, I'm not saying she's going to win, but I feel like she's going to go in there and be, you know, relatively solid. And then I have one mare who I think is a pain in the ass because she only likes certain pins and she only likes certain ground and, you know, and that's fine. So what I do is I'm going to pick and choose where I take those horses. You know, if I don't think it's ground that one's going to like, then, you know, I might leave her home or I'm just going to go and, you know, not have as high of expectations as what I would in a different pen. And, and so that's fine. Um, but I don't expect just because she doesn't like, you know, my mare doesn't really love sandy ground. She doesn't love super deep ground. She's fat and she has a really hard time getting through, you know, really deep ground, but I'm not going to complain to the tractor driver because he made the ground too deep for my fat horse. Like that's, that's not his problem because my other mare, she's going to get through that ground fine. So just because your horse doesn't like the ground doesn't mean somebody else's isn't going to. And I do know that there were maybe a couple shows where the ground was like truly unsafe. Maybe this year I wasn't to any of them. But I had, you know, I've heard that there was videos maybe like a that. couple where, you at, know, horses were falling and stuff like that. At different arenas, too. I want to make that clear. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I'm not talking. But I'm just telling you that for the most part, the pins that we go to, like, just because a horse slips, that doesn't mean that the ground is bad. You are not going to go that fast, turn that tight, and there not be a few horses tripped. Now, if horses are going down, if horses, like, back ends are falling out, there's a difference between bad ground and and horses slipping. And at that point, that is your choice. You don't have to stay there. You can go home or you can scratch. Like, that's your choice. Because at the end of the day, somebody's still going to win that barrel race. And somebody's still going to run. And if you don't think that you can do that safely, then that's your call. And you have every right to do that. But you... And you can say, man, the ground was so bad. But I guarantee you the tractor guy probably already knows that. He already knows the ground is bad. And, and if he's a good tractor guy, he's doing what he can to fix it. Well, and their, their first priority, I'm married to one of them. Um, and a couple others are really close friends of ours. And I have never personally, in my barrel racing career, been to a show. Now, I have heard of some of them out there, but locally, we do not have them. I've never been to a show where a tractor driver is not more, at least as upset as you, if not more. If something is going on with the ground, we've had multiple arenas in the past that have been a little bit sketchy at times. Sometimes they've been great. Sometimes they've been a little sketchy. Um, And so we have, I've experienced times, and Timmy and Brian both have as well, of when the ground wasn't perfect and they are fretting about it and so upset their first priority is for your horse and you to be safe and so if you're upset just know that tractor driver likely is upset too and they're doing their best to try to evaluate the situation and fix it um i think that sometimes situations happen like that with ground 
when you have a novice um, tractor man that's just learning or things like that, but give them grace, guys. These people, again, are volunteering and they're trying to learn. All of the good tractor guys started just right where they did. Yes, they did. They had to learn sometime at some point um, for us to be able to have grounds crews. So just keep that in mind. And nine times out of ten, you can't fix it either. So if you can't get in there and volunteer your help or fix it, you should not open your mouth. And if you do open your mouth, you can do it in a respectful way or you can just respectfully leave. We've done that at several thousand dollar weekend shows where Mm -hmm. we've went and completely scratched for the whole weekend because horse after horse after horse was going down. But we didn't say anything. We didn't walk up to that grounds crew and say it's crap because that's not going to get us anywhere. Like, what is the benefit of that? We've already paid our entries. We know we're not getting them back. So, like, that's just going to make people feel bad. And at the end of the day, like... You know, our industry is trying to grow, and that's kind of counterintuitive to that. So just know. Well, and I think just like, you know, there was a couple pins, I think, that are newer, and, you know, they didn't have the best ground, and that's fine. Uh, You know, but I I think they're trying to – I think they are trying to get better. I feel like all of them have tried to get new dirt or, you know, different things like that. So I think as long as people realize, you know, because – I think if they don't realize, then yeah, somebody has to say something. I get that. Somebody has to step up, especially if they're new, and they have to say, listen, this this isn't working. Like, we can't keep doing this. But as long as they're trying and as long as they're taking constructive criticism from people and they're doing it, then we kind of just, you know, you just kind of just have to, like you said, give them grace. And, and again. Give them the opportunity. Now, if they're not, that's a little bit different. But then I think you let the numbers show at the, you know, then you say, okay, the ground's terrible, you're not doing anything to fix it, so, you know, every show there's going to be less and less horses, so they're going to figure that out on their own, you know. And that has not been a situation in West Virginia since I've been barrel racing. No. And with that that being said, too, like, just like we said earlier, um, you know, consider the source of who you're asking. That kind of goes both ways as, as being said, you know, like, if that person is learning and they are new and they need to take constructive criticism, they need to take it from someone that's been there and done that. So, like, if I notice that the ground is bad and I think they just truly don't know, I'm probably going to go to Brian or Timmy and be like, hey, do you think that you could go over there and, like, maybe try to help them out or offer them a piece of advice? Because we know those guys have been there and done that. They know how to say it in a nice way and in a constructive way. I'm not going to teach anybody how to do ground no, because I've never either. sat on a tractor in an arena a day in my life. And it's different an arena at your house or have you produced a show? Have you drug yes. ground at a barrel race? Um, I think if you have, then you can do it respectfully. You can offer them help and advice. And I think anybody's willing to take that as long as it's in a respectful way exactly. and it's constructive. Um, Some of them welcome it because they truly don't know. They're yeah. just doing it to you know, they're just doing it because nobody else wants to do it. And so whenever, you know, those guys go up to them and they say, hey, like, you know, there's an issue. I think you need to do this. Sometimes they'll just say, hey, do you want to jump on and fix it? (laughs) Because they're so in over their head. So if you think they don't care, that's not true. But sometimes they just, they don't have the knowledge to fix it. So, you know, like I said, those shows are shows where maybe you need to just leave and you need to say, okay, I'm going to let them have a couple horse shows before I go back and try but it again. don't ruin it for everyone else. Right. Because just because it's not right for you or your horse doesn't mean it's not right for others. And you don't want to ruin that for everybody else because I'm here to tell you, 
if I was a show producer or I was an arena owner and all I heard constantly and seen posts on Facebook were complaints, I'm going to stop producing those shows. Right. And we don't have we can't afford enough that. shows to do that. You know, I know people complain about going to the ranch all the time, but let me tell you one thing right now. That is the only place that we have right now that can house that as many horses as what it does. And that it's a nice pen. I know some, some people don't like the ground. I personally, I like the ground. My horses like the ground. I do too. And I don't think these people would care for me to call them out. I'm picky about ground. Crystal Browning's picky about ground. And Tina Main's picky about ground. They've they've both said it and I've said it. And all three of us like the ranch and run there. And have won there and have had good luck there. And, and so, if you don't, that's okay. But it's But it's not. Just know there are people that it is working for right and that do really like it and you know billy has been very gracious to us to let us put on shows over there and i'm going to tell you if it wasn't for him we wouldn't have very many shows and i understand that nobody wants to show up the same place every weekend i get that but that is one it's a covered pin you don't have to worry about the weather you have enough stalls like there aren't that many there's no other pin other than dakin where you have stalls because we don't go, you know, we haven't been able to go to Winfield. Yeah. And I would love, I mean, I would love to go back to Winfield. Like, but I'm just saying from the stuff that we have to pick from, you know, Let's and I don't mean that disrespectful to the ranch. I mean, the ranch is really nice. I'm just saying, you know, that. For the people that have the opinion of this isn't. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Like, my for people. And the ranch has grown. Those shows over there, they have gotten so big. I think they should be so proud of, like, the job that they have done to grow those shows. Because I went the first year to the Saddle Series, and, like, it was really small. Yeah. Like, there was 25 or 30 horses, and now they have 100 horses sometimes. Yeah. And, like, you know, I know a lot of those people hadn't even, like, Chrissy doesn't even ride horses very often. Like, yeah. you know, and he puts <laughs> up with me and my jackass, and he's like, I don't think you signed up right. And I'm like... <laughs> You know, so I mean, like, you know, they they have grown so much, and, and I think we just need to really appreciate that. You know, we, I mean, just be thankful that we have that place to go to and to ride. And not only that place, but I'm just saying, you know, I feel like they get picked on so much. and They do, and it's it's wild to me because of out of the arenas and just our state that we've been to, for example, that I've been to, that would not be at the top of my list. That one would not be, and there are others that would, and I'm not going to call them out because I'm not that person. I'll stay home. I'm not going to badmouth ground or a show publicly. I'm just going to simply stay home. Right. And that's easy to do. Yeah, it is. So just, I think you guys need to think about, you know, people need to think about what everybody is trying to do so that you can go show your horse on the weekend and like I said you can stay home you don't you don't have to go but don't ruin it for the people that do want to go or the people who love going to the ranch and showing or I'm not just I'm I just saw a bunch of posts about about that this week and that's the only reason I'm that's the only reason I'm I'm talking specifically about them but um they have done they have done a really good job they've grown those um Johnny has grown so much as a tractor driver and I don't think he would care for us to to call him out and say that like he really listens to to Brian and Timmy and he takes their advice and I think he's done a really good job I do too and he if you guys would know him he is one of the nicest guys I've ever been around yes I agree a hundred percent he's so nice 
and um, he really cares. So if you don't if you don't care for the ground, like that's fine. Just stay home. But there are and there's lots... nothing wrong with that. No, We're not that's saying okay. I'm not saying that you have to love the ranch. There's shows that you probably love that I don't want to go to, but I'm not going to ruin that for you. I'm not going to complain and call it out on Facebook and say, you know, how the ground's terrible and nobody should go there. And because if that's where you love to go, like, that's great. That's what you should do. Um, but just really, really think about those things um, before you start bashing people online. And another thing that I want to talk about with the growth of our industry is, um, entry-free prices and stalls and um, that type of thing. There is a lot um, of costs and things like that that go into putting on these shows. As a show producer and helping with shows, I've seen that firsthand. And, um, you know, n- nobody around here is making thousands of dollars off shows. Absolutely Zero not. people. You are lucky to break even. And if you didn't have sponsors, you wouldn't even break even. Um, one of the biggest shows that we've had in the state in years was our Mountain State Elite, our last show. And without sponsors, we would have went in the hole. I promise no one is making thousands of dollars. So just keep that in mind when you guys see a little bit higher entry fees or a little bit higher stalls. Just know that like in the grand scheme of things, like everything, cost of living, everything has went up. And so compared to the inflation of food and things like that, I haven't personally seen, um, at least locally in our state. Not locally, I don't think. You know, there are a couple bigger barrel races, um, that I've seen where stalls are a little bit pricey, but like, look at the money that they're paying out. Exactly. Yes. I mean, it makes a big difference. And you know what? If, if you don't, if you're not okay with paying that, you don't have to pay that. There's nothing wrong with staying home, but you can't be mad at other people because they're okay to pay that and go and run for that money. Like, we were part of the people fighting to get stalls at the Virginia yeah. Barrel Classic. Like, that's just our goal, but it's okay if it's not yours. Yeah, like, we have Future Fortunes horses. There's a lot of Future Fortunes money. Like, it's worth it's worth us, you know, going and and risking that you know I but I'm like I'm only taking one horse I'm not taking two horses because of that don't judge us if we are eating ramen noodles during the week so we can buy our stalls we just have different goals that's okay Um, yeah and don't think like do we think that it's expensive yes but you know what like at the end of the day we want to go and so we're gonna go and, you know, if you don't want to go, that's, that is perfectly okay. Or if you can't. I yeah. mean, there have been times in my life that I've been in that situation and that's understandable as well. I'm but taking just know one that horse. I'm pe- taking one horse. That's because I, I yeah. can't afford to take two horses. Like, yeah. you know, and I don't even know which horse I'm taking yet, but yeah. you know, I got one stall and I think stalls are sold out and. But uh, people aren't crazy or miserable for doing that either. I'm perfectly happy. Right. Yeah, me too. Like, I'm I'm excited to go. Like, I want to go. I haven't been to Lexington for a long time. It's been several years. And, you know, I saw a, I saw a post on Facebook this week that actually really, um, I don't know, I, I was just really disheartened by it because, you know, they had said that they thought that people were crazy for doing that and they were, you know, so happy to... Um, they couldn't... They, could, they were so glad that they weren't in that situation where they were so crazy to be um, waiting to buy stalls that were so expensive. And, you know, I think to me, you should be 
really happy that there's a thousand people that want to go to a horse show because that just shows that like our industry is strong and it's growing and it's thriving. Like, I mean, that's a very, very, in my opinion, negative way to look at that. I mean, I think that that's nothing but positive. If there's a thousand, well, it wouldn't be a thousand people, but you know, if there's that many people that are Willing a thousand horses to pay that much, sold. Yeah. you know, that are willing to pay that much for stalls because they want to go, especially in this economy. And you know, there are some people who that that might be their vacation for the year. Like, don't put people down because they want to go there, and just because that's not your goal, or just because you don't, you know, show anymore, or because you know whatever the reason is. Why would you put somebody down for, for wanting to do that? That may be the one big show that they go to every year. And just because that's not on your goal sheet or not something that you want to do, I don't know why you would publicly be making fun of people to do that. Like, I just, I don't get it. Um, I mean, I, I'm starting to see why people think that, you know, we are miserable and we complain and, you know, I'm just glad I'm not in that circle. I, that's, and that, that's the whole point to this episode is you know all we see hardly anymore um and this has been going on for a long time yes this is a long time coming we just figured the first of the year was a good time to to bring it up yeah is and all we see you know is complaining and the negatives and everybody's negative opinions instead of that guys like let's consider being positive being kind and spreading the positives about our industry because at the end of the day especially if you're complaining about stall prices or entry fees we need sponsors and sponsors are not going to be interested in a bunch of whiny rude mean people it's not going to happen and so just keep that in mind that sponsors regardless if you guys know it or not there is someone working for that company that is your friend on facebook that lives down the street from you that is in your same community and they're paying attention and they don't want someone representing or their their company are sponsoring you when you're being rude and mean and hateful so just keep in mind if we want to grow our entry our industry and we want cheap entry fees or reasonable ones and reasonable stall prices be kind let's spread positivity let's grow our industry and work and grind together and um get and also with that being said get sponsors for you sponsor like put a hundred if every if every family did a hundred dollar sponsorship like that would go a long way to you know and I know some of us can't and that's fine but you know if you don't get sponsors then you really probably shouldn't complain about awards that people are giving out or you shouldn't complain about the added money and you know for for those producers um I thought Skaggs had a really good idea you know instead of up in stall fees and things like that like up in entry fees um, because that that's money that will actually get returned get to returned you. to you yeah so and I think people would be a lot less sad to pay a little bit higher entry fee um, as opposed to paying a stall fee that you know you're not I mean you're not going to get that money back yeah because that's going back into the pot and the majority of that 70 to 80 percent of that goes to the rider so that's a, a great idea and a good point yeah um so just keep those things in mind guys and I think there are some great um jackpots out there for opportunity you know we we know that there are some people that just can't do that or aren't in the position to and or don't want to and and that's okay yeah that's okay too there are some really nice jackpots in our state now that um people are having the access to so that's really nice so just just 
at the end of the day, do what's right for you. Um, but know that that's Don't what's right for, for you. Other people. Right. And that that's right for you, but it might not be right for me. And that's okay. We are at different points in our life and have different goals. And that is okay. I mean, I've been, I've been that person who one who shows four or five times a year and just goes to the jackpots, you know, for, for different reasons, maybe different reasons than what you did, but who wasn't paying the big entry fees because all I had was colds. But you didn't see me out there complaining about, you know, the entry fees. I just went to the shows that I could go to and, and you know, had fun while I was there, you know. So um, just don't, because it's not right for you does not mean it's not right for somebody else. And don't ruin that for other people because you don't like it. Mm-hmm. So just really, really think about those things before you say it. And in, before you say something negative, maybe figure out how you could turn that around and say well this this is maybe how we could fix it like have some sort of you know plan and if you you know I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I've been perfect you know I've had different opinions once upon a time in the past but when you get involved in shows and you're in this industry longer and longer and you help and you see the backside of a lot of those things and so I just challenge you guys if you don't understand or don't necessarily agree with something that we've said, just offer to volunteer, get involved, and you guys will see a lot of what we're saying. Yeah, and I think another problem, too, is that people don't actually understand how things work. Right. Like, they don't understand what the terms mean, like, with payout and how the payout works, and I think that some of the problem is maybe just lack of knowledge. I mean, even for me, like, I'm not, I am not nearly as good with payouts and how it works and what like Ashley and Holly are Um, well and don't be afraid to ask too I don't think that there's any good producer out there that if you walk up to the window or you message them or something and you say hey I'm not really sure quite how this works payout or anything else rules you know anything you have um, questions about I don't think there's any good producer that's going to be like I'm not answering that now don't go and ask them when they have 50 people right, they're trying exactly. to sign up like make sure that it's the right moment and that they are not like super busy or don't you know bombard them the night of a show like several weeks to a month before a show is probably not the best time like especially when it comes to these bigger shows producers are getting ready for that and so they might not get directly back to you but like if you just give them a day or two and it could be even after the barrel race you know like just give them a little bit of time and I'm sure they'll answer and and be able to explain those things to you guys and, and I'm also mistakes. happy to right explain that you I'm know not, to my knowledge I'm not I'm not happy to explain anything to you so don't ask me about payouts Rules. or shows don't ask me about any of that because I'm gonna say you should ask Ashley or Holly so I'm just gonna save you that Facebook message and tell you not to do that she has to text me to ask me um, what show we're going to the next week and what time it starts. So I created her calendar this year, but, you know. <laughs> True story. I can send you a screenshot if you'd like for me to. Um, yeah, so don't ask me. That is not an open invite to ask me about payout. However, you can ask Holly. You, I'm, we're going to volunteer Skaggs. There are people out there that will happily will explain it. it. And, and they do. that's not to say that they don't make mistakes. They're... They do make mistakes. Um, I mean, it's easy. You're using computers. You type in a number. You know, you reverse a number, two numbers on accident, and things can happen. Or, 
you don't get the right amount of placings and you don't catch it or yeah, mistakes are made. We're not saying that. There's like, yeah, go up and say, hey, I don't think this is right. There is nothing wrong with that, but it's just be respectful whenever you're doing it. And going back to like entry fees, one thing I can tell you about, I can't tell you about <laughs> payback, but I can tell you that if you want to run for more money, then if you want to run for a lot of money, you're going to have to pay a higher entry fee. Like that's just the way it is. If you want to win $40,000, you're probably going to have to pay a $1,000 entry fee. And if a $1,000 entry fee is not in your budget, there is that's fine. Like you don't have to do that. But don't complain about higher entry fees. We still have so many shows around here that are very very reasonable. Very reasonable. And they pay, they do pay good. I'm not saying that they don't, but I'm just saying you can't expect to win a bunch of money if you're not willing to also put that money out there. You got to spend money to make money. That's how the world works. That's how it works. So, and know. I think a good a good play a good starting point and I haven't produced a show in a couple years um just helped keep in mind a couple years ago I would have said this. Um if you can't pay a $45 entry fee, you probably just need to stick to jackpots. And that's okay, but right. that is a you know, for a thousand twelve hundred dollar added show, that's a cheap entry fee these right. days. Yeah. Um, and that's that's just the figures to be able to add that money and make that. And because a lot of times, you know, these these show producers aren't getting enough sponsors to cover that stuff. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I, you just have to think about it from all the way around. We're not saying that everybody's perfect it's not going to be perfect we're not saying that we don't get aggravated believe me we do get aggravated about things like I'm not saying just like she said earlier we're not perfect either and we're not saying that but you know just know for our this. goal to to be you know our goal has to be more positive and to you know be helpful and you know do things like that and I just I think if we all just tried to be better that it would just make um, the whole environment, it would make everything better. And so basically what we're saying to wrap this up is just let's positively impact the sport to have growth in our industry. Yes, yes, yes. The next thing, um, and now kind that of we've the complained, last thing. <laughs> now, that, now that we have complained, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, it just, in all seriousness, uh, just a few things that we thought needed to be said, but... Um, with that being said, the last thing that we want to do to wrap up this episode, um, is to give you guys, um, a few of our goals for the podcast this year and to, ha uh, introduce a little surprise to you guys. Yep. So, um, one of the things that we'd like to do, um, is to cover more banquets. So, we are planning on being at um, the IBRA South banquet. We're planning on setting up there and doing some interviews with people. And we would actually also like to maybe start doing a little bit of like vlogging type stuff this year that we haven't done before. And we even had talked about maybe even doing like a little bit of like day-to-day -day stuff um, between the two of us. Maybe just posting like little clips of day-to-day -day and... Um, so just maybe be like a little bit more involved with um, things like that. So if you guys are interested in us coming and like covering the banquet and having like an episode 
like on that then you know just let us know and we would be happy to i mean that's you know you guys are the reason we're doing this we we want to showcase everybody and give everybody like a little bit of you know spotlight here and there so we would definitely be happy to do that for you guys Another goal that we have for the podcast this year, um, we would like to be more active with the podcast at our state shows and a few other big shows. So keep an eye out for that. We would like to cover those a little bit more than we have this year. Um, So we're excited to do that. And we are also going to commit (laughs) to, we talked about this. And we just didn't get it done, but um, we want to commit to doing like a once a month giveaway. So it might be like a tumbler, or it might be Ulcer Guard, or it might be a set of boots, or it might be something. Um, but we would like to do a giveaway, maybe do like some fun games or something, just, you know, to interact with you guys a little bit more. Um, we appreciate everybody listening. We have... Um, we do have several listeners, I feel like, for no longer than what we've been doing it. But, you know, we'd like to grow. So, if you guys listen to this, like, please share. And um, especially if it's an episode that you find interesting, please share and just, you know, help us get bigger so we can do more things. Another thing that we also talked about that we want to commit to doing and make sure that we get done. We want to um, do product reviews. Um, We want to do one of those a month as well. Um, And so keep an eye out on that. Starting in February, not January. It's too late. (laughs) And we had something that we were planning this month anyways. But if you guys have any ideas, feel free to drop those in our comments or shoot us a message. that you want to see or if you are – guys, if you know – um, if you have a product and you know the owners or whatever, if um, if they want us to review products, like, you know, we don't care to do that, that's fine. Or if there's something that you've been wanting to try or whatever, like, let us know and um, we, would, we would be happy to do that. Um, and then another thing that we wanted to do is we're going to do um, a few big drawings. And so that takes us into... Our exciting news for the end of the podcast. So we want to get better equipment um, so we can produce better quality podcasts for you guys. Um, That is like a big thing of mine when I listen to podcasts is how good their sound quality is. So we're wanting to get some more equipment, better equipment, so we can do a better job with that. We're just using a cell phone for real. Like the recordings (laughs) on a cell phone, we have... No, we have nothing in. We have we no have, mics, no programs, nothing like so that. We have so many commitments of people who have agreed to come on the podcast um, yes. with us from, like, I know um, her friend Christian, and um, I know, like, Morgan Henning has, and she has agreed to come on. Carla and Julie. Carla, yes, and, and in the summer, you know, um, it's e- it's relatively easy for us to get local people, but... That's one reason why it's taken us so long to put another podcast out is because we just, it's really tough for us to, we live so far from everybody and so it's tough to, to get with people and do that. So we, we really want to get the equipment to be able to call some people on the phone and um, be able to have good quality 
um, over the phone as well. So, with that being said, um, with our running theme, New Year's and New Goals, we personally are big believers in being prepared down the road and want to see our fellow competitors prepared this year. So, we put together a fun drawing. Uh, we are going to do a medical kit that fits nicely in your trailer, and it is um, sponsored by Driven PCR, so we want to thank Scott for that. We're super excited. Um, Scott wanted to do Restore as our first giveaway for the Driven PCR giveaway that we had previously mentioned. Um, so that will come complimentary with the medical kit. Yes, the, the cost of the Restore is not in the cost of the medical kit. That was... That was Scott's giveaway, and we just we wanted to make sure that you guys we give Scott credit for that, and we appreciate him um, being part of this. So, um, you guys, when you see him, thank him um, because he has definitely helped us out a lot. So, after you guys listen to this podcast and finish up with that, head over to our Facebook page. That is where you will find the information on the drawing for the medical kit. We have um, opportunities to buy slots on there, and then we will draw for a winner once those fill. Um, so just keep an eye on that on Facebook. Yeah, and the the medical kit, guys, is valued at over $300. It's like $400 in product that you yeah, yeah, it's $400 if you counted the price of the Driven. And we just wanted you guys to know that we, we purchased all of the stuff in this. None yep. of it was except for the Driven. None of it was given. Everything was paid for by either Holly or I. Um, so we're going to use um, the, the funds that from this medical kit drawing to put towards getting the equipment um, so that we can, like I said, do banquets and do horse shows and just um, whatever, you know, whatever you guys want to do. So, um, and know too that the quality of the stuff in this kit is really good. Um, it's stuff that vets recommend and use themselves. It's not cheap stuff that you can just buy. Um, it's really, really good quality. So just know that if it's in the kit, we personally use it, um, or think that it's good of good use. Yes. So if you made it this far for almost an hour listening to us <laughs> rant and rave about horse shows and stalls and all of those good things, we appreciate you guys. We appreciate all of the support that we've gotten, and we hope that you guys will continue to listen this year. Thank you, guys. And just remember, with New Year's and new goals, let's be kind and forgiving, and don't be afraid to lend a helping hand. Thanks for listening to our podcast, where we're not so rich, not so famous, but but we're we're all trying trying to be. be.